What's going down? It is your humble host, Evan Savvy. For the new followers that I got and everybody that came through and showed me all the love from DreamFest, thank you. <laughs> thank you so fucking much. Y'all had me feeling like a superstar in that motherfucker. <laughs> Honestly, man, everything was a vibe. But before I really get into all that, where's that pendulum at for you? How have you been? I know it's kind of been a minute. Well, not really. I think I'm on schedule now, finally. <laughs> finally on schedule, man. Just going back and forth doing different shits. But uh, if you have not heard or if you don't know, which everybody pretty much does that follows me and stuff, but uh, I got on the stage with Boz. You what? Shit was wild. Shouts out to the homie Agnell. Oh, man. Y'all understand. If you did not go to the Dreamville Fest, I am genuinely sorry. It was for real like a cookout. It was like a family type of environment. It was fucking amazing. Bar none, it was the best festival I've been to in a long time. It was very well put together, very well thought out. The sets were great. Everybody showed up. Everybody's been asking me, how the fuck did you get on stage? How did you get on stage? Savvy on stage, baby. Savvy to stampede. <laughs> I was out there killing that shit. Before I even get to that, I'm going to tell y'all exactly how fucking difficult it was for me to even get on there. Usually, I talk about some deep shit, but uh, we we uh, taking a little kickback on that real quick. Getting on my soapbox, I'm just kicking some shit. So, check this out, right? I've been excited for DreamFest for months. Been looking forward to it, right? Because I missed the first one. Second one got shut down due to corona. And now we have the technically the third but it's the true second annual DreamFest. I said, I'm not missing it. Booked all my shit, got all the shit right, right? In the midst of all this going on in college, you also have UNC versus Duke. If you don't understand the significance of that, you're going to find out in a second why I just brought that up. Now, this takes place in North Carolina, in Raleigh. And these niggas at Dreamville dropped one of the hardest Gangsta Grill mixtapes that we heard in a long time. D-Day out of nowhere. So now you automatically built hype because the festival started Saturday. That came out Friday. They knew exactly what they was doing, right? Oh man, I'm at the job. I'm getting hype. I'm like, oh boy, I'm so ready, so ready. Saturday comes. It's time for the flight. My first flight gets canceled again. Don't know what the fuck. I don't know why. And I am freaking the fuck out. So there were no direct flights going for where I was to Raleigh. I had to go to Charlotte and then fly into Raleigh, which takes another hour in itself. The flights that were available that were showing up at the time was only able to get to Raleigh at 11 o'clock p.m. When all the shit's over, I was like, there's no fucking point. I pay for VIP for the whole weekend. I'm going to get there for both motherfucking days. <laughs> I'm not playing these games. With my flight being canceled, now I'm on my heels. I had to think about a plan because now my reservations are completely shot. Fuck. What the fuck do I do? Damn. I'm looking through it. Okay, fuck it. I'm making plans, right? Making fucking audibles like Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl. So I flew into Charlotte because it was cheaper. And my only option that I can get because all the rentals were gone and I missed my motherfucking appointment. So I couldn't even get another rental because they all sold out. I had one other option. I thought about it. I thought it was fucked up, but I got to do what I got to do. So on my way to the airport, I asked my first Lyft driver. I said, hey, how far can a Lyft driver go? said, well, there are certain limits, but it depends, like, how far. When I looked up the ride from Charlotte to Raleigh, two-hour drive to get into town. So I told him, it was like, well, so if it was me, I would talk to the Lyft driver, 
let them know what's going on and then pay them because it would be better and more beneficial if you paid the person versus them going through Lyft. They said, but if you do it, they have to take it. So I'm going to tell you right now, if y'all have any desperation, Hail Mary attempts, you can lift up to about two hours. At least that's what I know. I haven't gone beyond that, <laughs> but it was the best option for the options that I had, because of course, you know, the closer it gets to the actual departure, the higher the ticket prices are. And I just did not feel like spending extra bread. And I did get reimbursed the money back for that first flight being canceled, but it wasn't directly in my account. Didn't feel like sitting there and spending extra money that I didn't have to because some shit that's out of my control. Show enough, I'm like, well, I feel sorry for the poor bastard that's about to pick me up and live, but I'm about to pay you because <laughs> I'm not about to do you like that, right? Fly into Charlotte and I get into the ride, I get into the lift and the man looks at it and he's just like, oh, he was canceling playing. He just started texting people. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to Raleigh. But the greatest thing about this drive was that this dude has such a great attitude. That Lyft driver was fucking amazing. I mean, he had no problems. Got us there quick. It was supposed to be two and a half hours. He got us there in just about two. I mean, saved time off, made sure I got there safe. And was just his attitude about it was amazing. I made sure I tipped him the highest. I, could. I went to the highest I could on the lift. And then I still asked him to send some more money to him because how grateful I was. But he just didn't take it. Thank you, Eddie. And before I even get there, I realized that uh, they sent my wristbands to the wrong address. Another goddamn inconvenience. So when I get there, I had to get another wristband on site, which I knew already, which I didn't flip but i'm like god damn how many more fucking obstacles is gonna be in my fucking way right almost like something stopping me from going to this motherfucker i finally get to the festival right i get in there they finally get all my shit and i go and i just start enjoying myself for the rest of the time now day two comes this is sunday <laughs> actually that happened just this sunday from corn on thursday so i'm still on that high a little bit so Boz comes out. So I meet the homie Agno that day, and he tells me about this whole thing. Like, hey, so Boz always brings somebody up to do J. Cole's lit verse. So man, I know that verse. So I made sure I got the lyrics. I did it. I was like, oh, yeah, got it down. Had it. So we get to the Boz session early, and we wait, and then Boz comes out. I didn't think too much of it. Like, oh, I don't think Boz is going to pick me, even if it does happen. And it happened. So sure enough. He gets up there and he says, who know my bro part on lit? And instantly I'm like, yeah. And me and all the homies that was there, the homies helped me get on stage. Y'all don't understand. You can see how they all went around me and was pointing at me and actually helped me get on stage. So it wasn't just me. Bob saw me, he's like, bring my boy on stage right there with all the confidence. And I just went up there. Yes, I was high. <laughs> yes, I was enjoying myself and I was fucked up because I've been partying since for about, what, a day and a half now. My voice was completely gone. I had no wind because uh, <laughs> we were like, we was already hype and shit. So I'm, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying the festival to the full capability. So no voice, no breath. So I still get up on the stage, I tell him my name, stuff like that. In my mind, like, Boz is talking. And the thing is, I'm not looking at the crowd. Something about me just said, don't look at the crowd. You got picked. All you got to do is not fuck this up. Just do the fucking verse. That's all I kept thinking to myself. Just do the verse. Just do the fucking verse. You'll be fine. So here come Boz. All right, I'm going to help you. I go. I start rapping the verse. And then I start feeling it. And there are different parts in time where I kind of stumbled or fumbled a little bit. 
And as I'm listening, I kind of hear myself too because you know I do the podcast, so I have a little bit, little bit understanding of sound. Not to that level, obviously, because <laughs> I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. But I killed the verse. But I'm not a rapper. And the reception that I got after that, it was so much love. It was so much love. And what was amazing to me is after I killed his verse, Boz gives me all of these props. And he was coaching me the whole time. He was catching me when he noticed my breath was off. He was carrying me along. I mean, he carried me. <laughs> like, people like gave me the props, but it was really Boz. And Boz was silently coaching me. And I was catching it, letting him take over so I could catch a breath and get up. Like, I'd never done nothing, anything like that in my life. I met so many dope people there. And thank y'all for the experience. And I enjoy Dream Fest so much. It is going to be an annual thing for me now. But the vibe and everything was so well. One of the guys came up to me and was like, nah, that was stage. You know them. Like, you know them. You look official and everything. I had to Dreamville, you know, filling out the lines a little bit. You know, look, I've been in the gym trying not to be a string bean, you know. <laughs> they said I looked the part and they really thought, genuinely thought I knew Boz. Or I was part of Dreamville. I'm like, no, I'm just a random Negro from Houston, dog. <laughs> just, I'm a fan. That's it. I'm just a fan. It's amazing because it brought so many new followers and listeners to the podcast. And I made a Twitter and I put the reaction video of me at the end because in my mind, I'm like, nobody's going to fucking believe me. <laughs> right. And so I get the selfie out and I like boss, I get the selfie of the year. And I was so overwhelmed by it because there is no way to explain to y'all what it felt like. There is, especially with it being that random, like the best way I can explain is like I zoned out, but I felt it. And once I was confident what I was doing, I got in the zone. I got in this pocket. I just got like this big confidence boost and people thought I wasn't nervous. I was nervous. I blacked out for a second because even if you go back and you watch that video of me actually doing it on stage, you'll see me cover my eyes when I do the first lyrics because I'm like, don't look at the fucking crowd. 40,000 in attendance. It was broadcasted across the whole festival. And on top of that, it was on Amazon Music. I didn't realize I was streaming on Amazon Music, so the world saw me. <laughs> the world saw Evan Savage. I didn't try to plug myself because, I mean, that's Boz's time. Respectfully, I'm going to get the fuck off the stage because even though I just rocked it, it's still Boz set. Niggas is not there to see me. <laughs> Y'all don't know me, and that's fine, so let me get the fuck off stage. But it was fucking amazing. And I remember I had said that same thing, right? While I was like, I had to get the selfie because nobody would believe me. Somebody told me that. It was like, did you rehearse? I'm like, no. You realize that was on Amazon Music? You realize you were streaming? I was like, no. Nah. He was like, yes, nigga. The world saw you. You're going to go viral. <laughs> Everyone kept saying that, chirping at all. You're going to go viral. You're going to go viral. Your life has changed. And it is crazy how a moment could change a lifetime. I put this video out on Twitter. I had no followers. I just made a Twitter Sunday. That reaction video that I put, that selfie, yeah, it reached over 9,000 views in about three days and it's still going. The love that y'all have been giving me, I mean, I'm too fucking humbled by the shit because I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I'm just a nigga who likes to talk shit and kick game at the same time. <laughs> That's really all I am. And I was there having fun and enjoying myself. And I remember when I got off the stage, I was so shocked because, I, like I said, I never done anything like that. I'm still trying to absorb what the fuck I just did because I was able to take it all in at the end. And when I took it in at the end, I don't know. Like, I, I wish I was more articulate to explain to y'all what the fuck it felt like. But the best way I can explain how it happened, y'all seen Soul from Disney, right? <laughs> 
when they was talking about getting in that zone, that's exactly what it felt like. That's the best way that I can explain it for right now. But it was just like I felt like I was on the same wave with everybody. I haven't felt connected like that with anything. And just the reaction to people, everybody fucked with me. It was amazing. And y'all made me feel like a celebrity is undeserved. <laughs> it was undeserved, but I enjoyed it. From anything that y'all need to take from this, outside of everybody else rocking their sets, go to fucking Dreamfest. <laughs> it's got to be part of black culture. This is going to be our Woodstock. Fuck that shit. It was hell for me to get there, but I'm glad I did it. I remember I prayed that morning. Not that I don't. I still, you know, I still pray. Don't knock the power of prayer. And shit's real. <laughs> I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. It's done way too much for me. I know when I have been praying versus when I have been praying. And I remember I was taking a shower and I was just thinking. I didn't ask for anything. I was just thanking God for everything. Like, thank you that I'm here. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that I still got in town despite all this stuff. And then I got blessed getting on stage and having this quote unquote viral video. It's on the way. I don't know if it's going to go viral. <laughs> if it goes viral, just call me Savvy Stampede. I prayed that morning all of a sudden, and all this good fortune and good things come my way. It's not a coincidence. So again, thank you, Boz. Thank you, Dreamfest. Thank you, Ag. Thank you, Eddie. And... My neighbor so racist My new crib fly though Looking like the 4th of July though Looking like a frosted gelato Cool as a chill Navy SEAL nigga Hot as the hills on the field nigga Putting in work, fuck how you feel Buy my family trips, fuck value meals Only lie to police, I ain't tying your leash I got higher motif, fuck lying still I am on a whole nother level Got up out the streets, ran up in the industry just to Thank see you if you made it through that you make it to this part you know i really fucks with you yeah man it's gonna be kind of the way that we're gonna be on you know uh it's live though it's been a wave of people and all y'all been giving me love and support and thank y'all so much y'all humbled the hell out of me you know what i'm saying we trying to manifest like kanye and execute like mj you know what i'm saying so we holding it down out here in the h and uh you know i've been eyeing a few more festivals i want to go to i was thinking about going to the rolling loud in miami but I don't know about that one yet. But let me be clear. My man has 9,620 views. Put some respect on it. <laughs> Put some respect on it. 9,620 views. And a minute ago, it was 9,018. So you got two views since then. Oh, damn. <laughs> the whole two. Yeah, no, it's been wild. That's DMAC, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Back in there. We back in full effect. I finally got the whole crew back in here. You know what I'm saying? We separated like straw hats, but we all coming back in this. So just grateful for how everything went down. I'm glad I'm back here safe. I'm glad I was able to meet so many dope ass people, Ant and Pirates and everybody who wants to, who's willing to work with me, dog. Like Guap and everybody. It's gonna be fucking dope. Y'all just wait. Y'all gonna see your boy Evan well, across a few more different pages, man. Just get ready for the wave. I'm ready to meet and really ready to do all this shit. And I'll be one thousand about the the Twitter shit. 
I was thinking about it as I saw the views going because my phone has been nonstop. I'm already know. It's been blowing the fuck up. Like it, it was blowing up for days. Like nonstop, right? So I'm looking out. I thought about it. I was like, okay, it's going viral. Maybe. <laughs> like, but it went off to that crazy. But I thought about it, like, do I really want this shit for it to go? Because it was happening so fast and it was nonstop. Like people were wanting to take pictures with me and fuck with me since that. All the way to the airport. Wow. To the airport. And I was like, people really thought I was like a rapper, but of course I gave my handle. But, <laughs> but you know, it was nonstop. And I was like, damn, this is what it's like. And, you know, that was a fraction. You know what I mean? I'm over here kind of like, Ugh. but it, it was all love though. So it was so easy to digest because it was all positive shit. Now, with that being said, what's up with your show, Tom Lakers, man? They trash. <laughs> Manny. <laughs> Come on, man. It's the, no, it's all right. Shit, we ain't, we ain't going to force nobody to do nothing. This is a comfortable uh, spot in the lighthouse, man. We ain't about to force nobody to do nothing. LeBron did what he could. At the same time, you could have won a lot more games. It's a lot. It's a lot of very close games that he dropped. But his ankle hurt. Your ankle hurt, but you dunking on niggas? I don't know. I mean, not to the point, it's, it doesn't hurt bad enough to where it's impeding your game. If you step it on the court, you, you know what I'm saying? So Naturally. You know, naturally. Now, we got the playoff brackets. We starting to get everything kind of lined up. We're going to be ready to see these shits. I'm going to go with New Orleans over the Spurs. I'm going to take Charlotte over Atlanta. Obviously, I'm going with Brooklyn Nets over Cleveland. And I'm going to go with, actually, I'm going to go with the Timberwolves over the Clippers, actually. Me too, definitely. Because Carl Anthony Towns has been showing his ass lately. He flipped the switch. Said, okay, there we go. But if you say you go against Memphis, the buck stops right there. <laughs> ja is killing it. But it's the coaching. When you see a well-oiled young team like that, that's coaching. But all them boys are showing up, too. So I really like the program they got at Memphis right now. I still got my favorites. Well, it was Golden State, but maybe I I'm, I know I ain't jinxing. But everybody goddamn hurt. Boy, go back. Nets versus Bucks. Because I'm I'm looking at Nets over Cavs. So Nets versus Bucks. Which you, Bucks. Manny got the Bucks? I would take Bucks. Kyrie is a uh, anti-hero. <laughs> like Kyrie's just an anti. He does shit how he wants to do it. It's just not the way you want him to do it. They're definitely too big for Brooklyn overall. Pause. Bucks is really the favorite to still come out the East. I don't know why people want to count them out because Giannis has been balling, but that's really what that's gonna be with that. And oh my fucking god. I think this is the greatest offseason of the NFL ever, right? Yeah, there's so much going on. Dolphins a wild card team. Uh, you know what? We're going to see. We're going to see what Tyreek get down there because you've been playing with Patrick Mahomes. I ain't going to Tua. And Patrick Mahomes is a generational talent like yourself, Tyreek. So we're going to mm, see how this goes. It's like God just came down and pressed shuffle on the league. Like, this shit looks like a Madden career. You know what? They make all these different weird-ass trades in the game and franchise and shit. Because everybody that went to a different motherfucking team. Ah, anime news. All right. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all know how much of a nerd I am for the ones who don't know. Now you do. Jujutsu Kaisen movie was pretty fucking dope. Fourth in anime history. Largest. Really? 
It passed Demon Slayer in America for sale. Fourth highest gross on anime film in the US. They killed it. You come through, that's exactly what the fuck you expect in this type of movie. It was twisted, it was dope, animation was on point. <sighs> anime is on a hell of a fucking wave. I saw your fucking Batman movie. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna watch it when it come on on HBO now. I done heard right, too much, so, man. I ain't gonna right, spend my money on it. I'm gonna be completely honest. This is just me. That was the first time where I was watching Batman, and I was embarrassed that I was like into this shit. That ain't what you said when you first texted me, whole ass nigga. <laughs> what, did, what did he say? Now, now I'm talking about just Batman, the movie was damn good. That's the fucked up part. I feel like everybody knocked it out the park but Batman. I didn't like it. I didn't buy it personally, but everybody else did a great job. This is my issue. He was on CP time the whole movie. <sighs> Year two. Well, this is some beta Batman from a different universe. This ain't the OG one that's like not even comparing to other Batman. Just from what we know about Batman, he put himself in position to be Batman before Batman. Ergo, he got all the training. He set up the supercomputer. He had the Batmobile. He had all these things ready first before he came out and was like, I'm Batman. To be fair, they didn't even call him Batman. This is vengeance. <laughs> so it's just vengeance right now. And yeah, I know he got like another, I know he got another movie and shit. I just, I did not buy it. I just didn't buy it. And he's like soft talking when he's Batman. I, I it was, it was a few things that just rubbed me the wrong way. I just didn't like him as Batman. I really didn't. But you went into it not liking him for Batman, so he never even had the chance. It's year two, Evan. Like dog. Again, I have to throw away my comic knowledge to like even to even accept this though. I'm like y'all really nerfed this nigga bad. And just showing like these little scars on his back didn't help this skinny ass motherfucker on the camera. Y'all could have just done better without the shot. I mean, y'all had to put some hellified angles to make him look swole. But cinematically, how it was shot and how Gotham looked, the actors and Colin Farrell playing Penguin was fucking brilliant. And again, I know people may be like, oh, that's the intent. He's supposed to be this way to. Intent can be bad. It's just the other aspect it took away, too, was Bruce Wayne always knew how to be the philanthropist, how to be the playboy, and he did that on purpose to throw people off his tracks. He always knew how to handle himself in the public eye, and because that fueled the Batman side, because that was the whole dynamic. It was the fact that Bruce Wayne is the mask, and Batman is who he really is, but he would put on the mask to fuel what the fuck Batman would do. It didn't go that route. Riddler killed it, though. I mean, he bodied it. Jim Carrey, Batman had nipple rings. Yeah, bat nipples. That was such a bad design. Why would you put nipples on the suit? It's very sexual. <laughs> and the odd part is, it was on the males in that Batgirl suit. I ain't put the bat nipples on it. Supposed to be fucking equal. Nah, man. That has been the pod. That is all I have for y'all this week. Thank y'all for uh, rocking with me. Thank you for the new wave of people that's in here. Um, and I'm going to put out more of 
that performance I did with Boz. Thank you, Almighty Boz, J. Cole, Dreamville, Dreamfest, everything. That was fucking amazing. I appreciate all y'all who tuned in. Thank you if you made it through. If you like it, leave a review, share it with a friend too. Don't homie, be the homie. I've been your humble host, Evan Savage. Thank you for stopping by the lighthouse. Ran into a night out, rolling wide out. Girl, it's been a while since I hit a wide out. I'm with it though, she a centerfold. Big old blunt, look like tentacles. She stripping Europe in a pole. Don't remember her in her clothes I fucked a friend, damn they was close Let's reunite, let's get them close Hit them twice in a row Hit a flight and I'm ghost That's the last time I seen her though She be getting too eager, ho Stampin' like it's my visa Chiefin' off of these berries When the world gets heavy and it hurts to carry I'm a midnight mercenary Fiend, it's lit Feel the buzz That's the hat Shit it was Place that I never would discover, might never have another. So I had to fuck it. Reaching in my pockets, damn, I ain't got a rubber. See my nigga Ryan like L. Ryan Hubbard. He be out of space, say he got a case of straps in the back of the hotel cupboard. Room 508, checked by the safe. She said, Boy, you got a maid. Do you got a cape? I ain't with the games, mind you, I gotta wait. I'm quiet and patient. Intoxication got me feeling like procreating. Girl, I'm the baker, you surely caking. Stand back, catch my amazing graces. Photo finishing, fornication. Photo finishing, fornication.
shot at Henny, so I'm faded Asking how long do this drug called fame be lasting? That's deep